Hi, it's 420 somewhere, and welcome to Sex and Sativa with Alex. It's me, your favorite sex positive goddess. And did you know that September is Sexual Health Awareness Month, with an emphasis on the 4th of September as a day set aside to be made aware of or to celebrate World Sexual Health Day. I've been meaning to make a post, a video, real TikTok, something about sexual health awareness, but it has been very difficult for me to get my shit together. I see my colleagues putting out shit and I'm just, I'm envious. But I want to share something and it's in light with the entire month of sexual health awareness. Don't be scared, don't be worked up, it's nothing that serious. I just thought I... If I can get my shit together enough to record this episode, yeah. So, please enjoy this week's episode because it took a whole lot out of me. I hope you do enjoy it. Not my microphone dying on me mid-record. It just started dying off. It just started acting weird and it was like it was giving me static while I started recording like I think two hours ago it took me two hours to finally decide that the microphone is dead it's not gonna work anymore so please bear with the audio I am free recording (sighs) this year according to the World Association for Sexual Health the theme for Sexual Health Awareness Month is Let's Talk Pleasure which sort of surprised me not surprised me it just it made me smile because if i had my shit together this is the sort of topic i would have expanded on let's talk pleasure living with sexual with stis um regaining your sexual confidence after dealing with an sti while living with an sti are you do you have a right to sexual pleasure even with an sti those are, those are topics i would have loved to delve into but no i don't i just <laughs> episode please manage with me like that anyway this episode is not going to be very long i just want to get this out there and here is to hoping that this is a one take episode i a lot of things have been happening in my life lately actually that's a lie not a lot of things have been happening in my life a lot but the few things that do happen i tend to keep to myself and just go through the process without sharing and then afterwards i'll be like oh yo so this happened but i'm presently in this space right now and it's incredibly vulnerable for me so i don't know this episode might not make it out um I just wanted to share my current stance on being um, sexually aware of your health in Nigeria. First of all, let's just take note of the fact that sexual health is much more than the absence of diseases. So when you're talking about sexual health, it's not just, oh, here are diseases to avoid, how can we avoid it? If you do have it, how do you cure it? Sexual health is just more than an absence of diseases this previous month online on twitter i have seen some conversations regarding hiv and aids and the lack of awareness or 
the lack the way it's just so easily dismissed make makes me like i I'm, I'm starting to wonder was i the only one that was um i don't know awake aware during the hiv and aids crisis early on in the 2000s because i think i saw a tweet where um somebody was hailing princess diana for um talking to people living with hiv and aids and shaking them and i think that picture was an infamous picture that in its terms back then went viral so and someone was like oh yo it was a photo op it wasn't that important it's just a bunch of people living with hiv and aids what's the harm in shaking them and i was like what we've gotten there thankfully you but i don't think it's healthy for us to get to that level of um oh yeah this is hiv and aids without really being aware of or with while easily dismissing what it took the constant public service announcements the constant um education the just the amount of work that went into normalizing hiv and aids and making people realize that just because someone has hiv and aids doesn't mean that they deserve to be abandoned am i the only one that forgot the hiv and aids stigma how churches would like families were not visiting people i i i I can't be the only one that just remembers the fear and panic and for me the unfairness of it all but one thing that I remember being young and just it was one thing that stuck to me about the whole HIV and AIDS um, saga was how everybody that did not have HIV and AIDS genuinely felt that or not not everybody that's me generalizing but majority of the people that did not have HIV and AIDS felt that the people that did have HIV and AIDS deserved HIV and AIDS deserved to live with HIV and AIDS and it was kind of like a sort of bad karma for all the bad things they had done in their life, the amount of misinformation, men that were fucking virgins because they believed that virgin blood could cure HIV and AIDS, husbands that weren't telling their wives that they had HIV and AIDS, women, mothers that were not aware that they could pass on HIV to their kids. It's just, there was a lot going on. And the fact that we're so quick to be like, oh yeah, no, yeah, queen or some shit. Like, it's just, it's, it's worrying, it's scary. But then again, I look at the way we are, um, I look at the trajectory that human beings have on earth with the amount of history at our disposal and how we are doomed to fail because we are so hell-bent on repeating history. And I'm just like, I hope I die before anything bad happens. I swear, that's just my vibe right now. <sighs> yeah. I remember being young and I think so on my street or my church um there was a rumor that uh it was a young girl that she got hiv and aids i think it was my street i can't be too sure and that kind of rumor that just rapidly spreads i i remember i knew the person and i felt sorry for her i didn't feel sorry for her because she was sick i felt sorry for her because the lack of community that she had was cut off suddenly she had no friends no family it was just that that loneliness that that sense of being alone not by your own doing but because other people like willingly forced on you i remember that was what i was just i pitied her then and my mom was on this tangent about oh um 
how uh, if I had a fast life or if I liked boys too much, I would be like her. Basically using her as my as a cautionary tale for me. And I just felt really, really bad. I think that was the beginning of the time I said telling myself I never want to end up as a cautionary tale. But I remember how my mom was just being quite holier than thou about the entire thing. Then years later, when I was older, a friend of hers lost her life partner and while they were doing an autopsy like we're all mourning now like hey, yeah it's gonna die and then we're doing autopsy and shit and it turned out that he had hiv and aids and she didn't know that he had hiv and aids but he was like he's devastated so <laughs> i remember the the fear in the house while she was waiting for her results and my mom just constantly telling her that it was fine you can live with it there are drugs now just eat your fruit once you eat your fruit you take your meds you can live like a long life and yes you know that, that was important but i remember just thinking to myself wow the tone has changed suddenly it's no longer oh that's that that could be you if you if you like boys it now turned to oh you can live a long life but it just go it just went to show you the amount of public awareness that was put out there about hiv and aids the amount of information that the masses the public had available to combat their notion of what they thought hiv and aids was so after years of public service announcements, after years of AIDS organization putting um, ads on the TV, on radio, we're finally gotten to a point where it's like, oh, you know, yes, it's 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 serious, but you can still live healthy. I just I just I just thought it was interesting to note. Why am I talking about this right now? In Nigeria. There are at least 1.9 million people living with HIV, with over 90% receiving antiretroviral therapy in Nigeria, which is amazing. But I can't say the same about other STIs or STDs. In fact, I can't even say the same for awareness when it comes to other STIs and STDs. Presently, there are only 36 or presently, there are only, just ignore my, my speech. Presently, there are only less than 36% of Nigerians who have comprehensive knowledge of HIV in Nigeria. Comprehensive knowledge. I'm not just talking about, oh, if you fuck without a condom, you get HIV. Or, oh, if you get raped, you get HIV. But, or, you know, something like that. You get HIV, you get HIV. No, I'm talking like knowledge of HIV that, oh, you know, PrEP is important and, um, you know, awareness is important and self-testing and living with it. It's just a lot of these things, there are only less than 36% of Nigerians who have comprehensive knowledge of HIV and AIDS in Nigeria. In Africa, as of 2020, 25.2 million people had chlamydia. Now, chlamydia is an STI I have had in the past. I didn't know I had it. That was the funniest part. I didn't know I had it and I left it untreated because I was with one sexual partner. Or let me let me paint this scenario. I was with one sexual partner for a very long time. I didn't know I had chlamydia. I didn't know I had chlamydia and um I, I just I was moving on my life. Then he got tested 
when he left the country and he got tested and he was like oh yo by the way i have chlamydia if i have chlamydia it means you have chlamydia and i was like ew what do you mean by that like were you cheating on me or some shit like that i just remember getting all worked up and angry and for some reason petty I, i think i was very i was more angry about the fact that he was accusing me of having chlamydia he was right by the way i had chlamydia i got tested thankfully i got treated thankfully and you know that was that i've also treated like gan like i've also treated apart from chlamydia i've also treated for gonorrhea which right now about 7.5 million people in africa have syphilis that's necessary i have been terrified of since i saw that episode of law and order i think i keep on talking about it on this podcast all the time how um uh there was a guy that had untreated syphilis for a very long time and had mental health issues basically he was mad and then did not know that it was because he had untreated syphilis his brain turned to cottage cheese and i was like what the fuck that was i think that was the first time i was really made aware of how serious untreated syphilis could get so i'm terrified of syphilis i do not want my brain to turn to cottage sheets now why am i sharing that i have had chlamydia and i've had gonorrhea and i've treated it why am i sharing my previous medical history well i'm terrified (laughs) i'm scared i haven't gotten a full std panel done since 2020 and now i'm just I'm scared to go check. The last time I felt fear like this was um, around the first time I got tested, like the first time I got an STI panel done. I think I was in uni. I was terrified. My heart was beating. I was like, oh, what if I have something? I remember, thankfully, I was with my, I was not with my star to get the test done, but my star came around the time I was going to get my results. So I remember waiting in the clinic and I was just like, my heart was shaking and I had a panic attack. I had to leave the clinic. I had like, I had a panic attack and then I calmed down. By the time I came down, like, by the time I was done, like, getting all calm and shit, like, they had called my name and that passed. But, you know, I came back, spoke to the doctor. Yeah, I was clean as a whistle. But that's the last time I felt this sort of fear that I'm feeling right now. The older I get, the more I'm confronted with my mortality. And don't take this the wrong way. I have no problem dying now because death is final. It just ends. Like, I mean, I get people, people alive can mourn and shit like that. But for the person dead, it's just, it's over. And that's it so weirdly enough i have no problem with it being over right now but it's just in general i have been just worried about my mortality i think it's it's the the age thing the older i get i worry about my sister i worry about my mom i i i start to think what would i do if i lose them I don't want to be morbid and say I have a, a death plan. I do, personally, but I, I don't know what my loved ones would want, and I'm just terrified of how I'm going to go on. Like, just the, the thought of mortality is just like it's just terrifying me. And right now, I'm in a headspace. I'm in a headspace of like 
see because I'm making so much type of my mouth. I got this hibiscus tea. So I'm steeping it with cloves and lemon so it's not so sweet. Just silly because I mean the entire reason why I got the tea was because it was sweet. I'm in a headspace of constant worry and dread. It's my mental health as well. That's just where I am right now. I'm worried and I'm scared. I'm terrified all the time. And this has sort of applied to my health. If I fall sick now, I don't think I can afford to get better if I'm being very honest. Everything is so expensive. And I'm not just talking about an STI. I'm talking about like, if I fall sick sick. I don't think I will be able to afford healthcare to enable me get better. That's a sad, bleak existence. It's why I laugh when people like brag with money in Nigeria because I'm like, you are literally one health scare away from losing everything. There's no difference between you and someone that is begging on Twitter for donations to have life-changing surgery. Just don't know yet. <laughs> so everything's expensive. I'm scared. I don't think I can afford to get better if I fall sick. And if I'm being very, 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 very honest, I'm more scared of like cervical cancer. I haven't gotten an, I haven't gotten like a full STD panel done since 2020, and now I'm I'm just like I'm, I I said it in 2020. I talked about it on my Boudoir episode, was it? Oh, did I talk about? I kept on saying I was gonna have an episode on my gyno experience and how horrible it was in 2020, but I haven't gotten around to it. It's just traumatizing in general. So I haven't gotten a full STD or STI panel done since 2020. Since that. Dr. Bruhaha, and um, now I'm scared. Now, if you want to get a full STI STD panel, you are going to realize that they check for chlamydia, gonorrhea, herpes 1 and 2, HIV, hep C and B, sometimes hep A, syphilis, and trichomonas. That's such a weird name. That's what's checked for at like a minimum, like just like at the basic. Or like yeah, the basic STI and STD package. It's a comprehensive one, but you know, it's the one that they check for. You have to ask them, like if you have worries about other things, you have to ask them to deliberately check for other things. Um and right now I am I'm scared of HPV because in some cases it can lead to cervical cancer, especially if you've had or treated chlamydia i have had a treated chlamydia and treated chlamydia so and i have not gotten the hpv vaccine i am i think it was i have not gotten the hpv vaccine it's it's super it's very expensive in fact let me just say shout out to sana of Virgin NG and a bunch of other people I see on Twitter always sharing information for subsidized HPV vaccines, free HPV vaccines, screenings and shit like that. Like 
y'all are the real ones okay y'all are the real like the realest real ones thank you for the wonderful work that you do i went through a health scare in 2020 that involved me having to that required me having to um stay on meds for majority of actually for the entirety of 2021 and 2022 and as the year comes to an end i'm just realizing that i will have to go back to the hospital for an increased dosage of my meds I think when we talk about fear of getting an STI test, especially for someone that is as experienced as I am, as knowledgeable as I am, it's just because I have an idea of what could be seen and I'm not trying to tell you, I'm not using this episode to spread fear and be like, oh, you have this expressive goddess is scared, then what happens to us? I want you to know that I'm scared because I'm a human being. scared because there are lots of things that act that are, are out of my control and i know i'm terrified of my sexual health right now i'm not trying to be a fear monger i will i will get tested soon and I, I just need to get my shit together and make a doctor's appointment i will and i'm still celibate so it's fine but realizing that a lot of information about STI and STDs is not presented in a proper way, like a lot of STI and STDs can be gotten through skin-to-skin contact amongst so many others. So it's just, it's necessary. I will get tested. But sometimes I feel like when you have all the information, the fear becomes real. Get tested, people, for your own peace of mind. And if it turns out positive, we are not alone. There are other people. In fact, I think it's interesting how we are so dismissive of HIV and AIDS in this country. When I see um, health professionals all the time complain about the alarming rise of HIV and AIDS in Lagos specifically. I know once that's a rise in Lagos, all those people inside that place, they are hoes. They finna be moving up and down and sharing pennies and vagina to unsuspecting other people in other towns. I'm just saying. I don't have a bias against Lagos. Anyway, if it turns out positive, I want you to realize that you're not alone. You're not alone in the fear, you're not alone in the treatment, you are not alone in the healing afterwards and living with it. A while back, someone asked me on my Instagram stories, those times I used to keep all those question boxes open, if I would date someone with an STI. And I was like, yeah, of course. I mean, the question seems kind of silly because just because you have an STI doesn't preclude you. Are you a decent person? No, you're a decent person. Are you a good person? I'm not talking good by sight stands. Like, are you a good person? Do you like me? So, if you have an STI or an STD, okay. Walk our way around it. We can live with it. Does not mean that you are you are going to die or that when we date, we are not going to have, like, really, hopefully, safe and amazing sex. And just so you know, there is no such thing as safe sex. Every single time you have sex or you have a sexual experience, you are running the risk 
of getting an STI or an STD. So far, you are sexually active. You deal with sexually active people. You run the risk of having an STI or an STD. For fuck's sake, like, a lot of STI and STDs are from skin-to-skin contact. Sometimes not necessarily sexual contact. How we go run them now? I'm just saying. But while I was talking about the fact that yes, I can date someone with an STI and STD, it occurred to me that if I do get like an untreatable STI or STDs or STD, my dating pool, small as it is, shrinks by if I'm being very um, not realistic, generous, it shrinks by 90%, which makes me a record. And I love people that are like, okay, I can date this person, I can't want to date this person. So if it shrinks, <laughs> everybody dies. This feels like a very morbid episode. I can't even apologize for it because that's just where my headspace is right now. In Nigeria, we still low-key and high-key see STI and STDs as some sort of punishment, as some sort of karma for sex. And until that mindset changes, until we are just aware that it's just an infection, it's just a disease, it's no different than than getting malaria and typhoid. An untreatable one is no different than getting cancer God, I'm doing fine. I should be fine. just not eager to have them swab my JJ. it doesn't hurt it's just <sighs> until we realize that ST and STDs are just Infections or diseases treatable, sometimes untreatable. That mindset of you know people being or people feeling vindicated because a partner they had or someone they know got an STI and STD is just not going to change. I do pray the mindset changes, but I live in Nigeria, not a lot changes, but quite stubborn. So for a country with an alarming number of people living with an STI, both known and unknown, I do pray for everyone. With the amount of or the rise of STIs, the possibility that you know someone that has an STI is very high. The possibility that you know someone that's had an STI is very high. And if you've been in a group of people and you genuinely feel like none of your friends, none of the group of people you know have had an STI, have dealt with an STI, have treated an STI, I don't think they're comfortable enough to share that information with you. It's just that simple. When you're in a group of people and you feel like, oh, yo, every other person is guessing, but not my squad, not the people I know, not my friends, not my family members, they are not sharing their information with you. Now, Alexandria has shared her own information with you. Go and get tested. Go and treat yourself. Realize you can live a good life. It doesn't hurt to be more safe. It doesn't hurt to be more sexually aware. I used to be very a huge advocate of casual sex, casual sex, casual sex. But man, 
I cannot with my full chest, like with all honesty, just be like, oh yay, go have, go fuck who you want, when you want, how you want. Like, it's just not safe that much anymore. Anyway, go get tested. Treat yourself. You're not alone. It's fine. Yes. I really have nothing all that positive to say, which is weird because I'm a sex positive goddess. But please don't hesitate to check me out on Instagram at sex positive goddess, one word, no underscore, on TikTok at sex positive goddess as well, and on Twitter at sex sativa, one word, still no underscore. I respond to messages, DMs. I love when you all interact with me, and you've been doing it less, but it's fine. I see the listeners that you guys are listening, so I know that even though you're not talking to me, you are listening to me. So thank you so much. I I said I was going to do more loop videos. I've been trying. I think I've done two. I will do more. Have you been enjoying it? If there's more, like there are more videos you want me to make to talk about, like reels and stuff like that, please don't hesitate to let me know in my Instagram DMs or Twitter. I appreciate it. I really am looking forward to like I want to start reviewing lots of like sex stuff, toys, condoms, loops, um in fact CBD stuff, like more cannabis stuff, I just hate this country. Anyway, um I want to review more sex related stuff on my page. So if you know people that are willing to send free PR or some shit like that, just send them my will. Please let me know where I can send an email to to get on their PR list or something like that. Um, yeah, I guess that's all. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I still do not know when I will have my shit together. I am house hunting. It is very sad. I am very, very sad. So that's just a very beautiful um definition of what i have going on right now i'm really really sad and my depression is kicking my ass so please bear with me i do not even know when this episode will come out but when it does i do hope you enjoy it i do hope we talk about it until i come here again next time bye for now